Welcome to Tech Bytes with TechNext. Here, we bring to you a brief roundup of everything exciting about the tech space across Africa and indeed the entire globe. From startup announcements to new inventions and the latest buzz boosts on the social space, we will be sharing industry important highlights and exploring the news within the news. We will also be bringing industry experts to share opinions about major news for the week. And most importantly, watch out for our exciting future for this week. We are sure it will be an exciting session you won't want to miss. Let us begin. What's up, people? You're welcome to Tech Bytes with TechNext.ng. Um, it's so painful we were not here last week because of some video issues, but we are here today. And we're, we're back again. <laughs> <laughs> so we are set to bring to you everything exciting about the tech space in Nigeria, across Africa, and indeed the entire globe. My name is David Afalayo. Um, I'm just me. And I have with me <laughs> one of our foundational tech bro, Demi. Hi, everyone. Good yeah. evening, morning, wherever you are. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> Demi, how was your week? Uh, the week was long. It was wet, too. Yeah. True, so. It was a wet, raining, raining week in Lagos. Like. Yeah. And, 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 and Lagos, and Lagos is not used to rain. It's, it's not conducive for rain at all. Once it, once once it, once it, it's done that, like there will be traffic everywhere. And there will be no light. As it's fresh from the oven. Okay, guys. Alright, so let's go to tech news around the world in 10 minutes. Yep. Let's go. Yes, let's go. Alright, let's start with the first item. Um, Amazon is planning to expand into Nigeria and South Africa. Um, so Amazon has has um, indicated that that's plans to an, uh, to expand into five countries across Africa, Europe, and South America. Um, <laughs> the countries specifically are Belgium, Chile, Colombia, Nigeria, and South Africa. They titled the name of this expansion project Project Fella. <laughs> so, Dami, what do you think? I mean, it's 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 amazing. Nigerians have always bought from Amazon, right? And uh, you know you have to you've had to deal with issues of deliveries and things like that. So it's an amazing thing that Amazon is considering Nigeria, I mean, a viable spot to 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 launch to. And you know it also comes with the AWS launch as well, their cloud service. So mm-hmm. that's that's an amazing um, entry because almost every Nigerian startup or Nigerian website is either. AWS or what's the other one? Google or Cloudflare or, or something. Cloudflare, yeah. So digital, it's it's sure. interesting that they're they're considering Nigeria a very interesting market to, yeah, to enter. If they already have market presence, if people are already patronizing them in Nigeria, why are they still coming here? And it's just to consolidate their their presence now. You know, everybody is launching data center, cloud service in Africa. It seems like Africa is the next big place. We yeah. are seeing stuff in Ghana. Google has also launched, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. and things like that. Even, I mean, we'll get to it, but Senegal, or what countries are, yeah. So, mm, mm, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. so a lot of people were scared that if Amazon comes here, that might mean quite a lot for Jumia and, and, and the rest. But with what we've seen, it's not exactly like they, they, are, they are bent on the e-commerce space. Mm-hmm. It seems more they want to be, they want to really focus on the service offering and, and, and cloud services. 
yeah it's 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 cool even if they are bent on the e-commerce space now everybody will play let the best man win now. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let the best man win mm-hmm. last 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 last, <laughs> last. eventually All at right. least if you can do same day delivery it will be nice how about so. a lot of delivery guys on the scripture Alright, so let's go to the second story. Kenya Food Tech Startup, QNA. Oh, QN, I don't know. Has <laughs> shut down um, after raising $1 million last year. So the startup that QNA delivers ready to eat meals at an affordable price. That's mm-hmm. your selling point. Um, for per, per plate, they say it's about um, $3. $3. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, your CEO Ruben Rich announced uh, on his LinkedIn page that he, because of bad economy and inflated food prices, that they are shutting down. And people were curious because this startup raised one million dollars just last year, <laughs> and now they are shutting down. What do you think about that? They're a Kenyan startup. Oh. They are complaining about bad economy. <laughs> 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 what do you mean? <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> they should come and ask the Nigerian bro as well. But I, I, actually, I actually think they didn't do their market survey and, and product research properly. Mm-hmm. Just felt like like a meza. Let me not talk. Complex. Yeah, you just you just had that feeling and you just jumped right into the space and you just did that technology and yeah, because this was three if months if after launch. One million dollars. How did you burn it in three months? Man, your 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 guys must be collecting a lot of money. Yeah, and what? Well, except if they if they use a large sum of marketing, something to and get to get the because they actually have like a significant reach. I mean, sixty thousand or there about yeah, they users. Yeah, so they said they, they, in the past four months they've they've been able to sell fifty five thousand meals to so about yeah, six thousand individuals, individuals and, and one hundred corporate customers. So if you're selling to this volume at this you have volume, six thousand customers. I mean, if you sold fifty five thousand meals at three dollars each, you should, that's that's, that's significant. Yeah. So I'm wondering what happened. It feels like a like a cash grab thing to be. A, and it's it's not good for the space the african tech space is still growing and and all although we are going to have more of this kind of launch and crash up but yeah and it's, it's not unique to africa i mean we are we had an example that even raised like one billion dollars and after that still crashed and still crashed so yeah so um it's not good for the space jobs will be lost people mm-hmm. must have um, resign from their workplaces to and you just told them over to your call actually <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> imagine joining a startup call and boom stand up meeting and the next yeah, thing you're you seeing is that after after this month we'll be like say you know get work again no that's <laughs> that's that's not a cool way a lot of people who commented on social media where most people were not really concerned about the fact that they are shutting down you could start off something and it's not flying mm-hmm. but it's the manner like you just come on LinkedIn and make an announcement that we're shutting down. No warning, nothing. It's three months after launch. Whoa. Significant traction to some extent. Uh, yeah. So things are happening. Yes, see how it goes. Yep. So the next thing is um, we're going to be talking about our friend Elon Musk. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel Elon Musk will sponsor this podcast because it feels like every week we've spoken about him. El- Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah. You can hear that sponsor. <laughs> All right. So Elon Musk denies responsibility for his users uh, followers decision to invest in crypto. crypto so Elon Musk says yeah I may have tweeted about crypto I may have said this is the next thing but there was no point where I said 
you should invest in crypto. He made this point in an interview with Bloomberg and says you can't hold me responsible. If people, if people invested in Dogecoin and Dogecoin crashed, I just said do Dogecoin. I can't. I'm not a financial expert. You shouldn't have taken my word for it. <laughs> that thing has a th- that terminology has a name. Mm-hmm. I, I I I feel like Elon Musk was so smart when he was doing all those things. Mm. Like so smart because there's really no place where you would see that he explicitly said buy crypto. He's just saying crypto. Crypto is the future. Crypto He's just saying no. Tesla would invest in crypto, buy mm. Bitcoin. I mean, Tesla has some Bitcoin holdings. Tesla, SpaceX, they all have Bitcoin mm. holdings. So he just does all that. So, I, so the question I will ask you, there is, how would Elon Musk feel if Oprah comes on her show and says, Tesla cars are not good. How would someone release an electric car and release it that time? Yeah, but nobody really owns cryptocurrency now. So. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, it, you don't really, as, as a celebrity, or a very popular figure people believe you're smart mm-hmm. you've run a lot of businesses i know i, I think that's like that's what is delaying the twitter deal and, and, and yeah and because musk is saying himself that he has lost money and he he, met, he was planning to invest long term so that if you invest like him and you've lost money why that's should old, he be liable for your decision yeah you are not better than him so yeah uh, maybe maybe the, the the statement is also out of frustration too because every time crypto crashes or dogcoin is not rising you see lots of people spam bots under his comment section attacking him telling him oh he's the one killing someone sued him last yeah, week for, yeah for 250 his, his entire network <laughs> <laughs> so so i guess that's why he came out maybe his media team will have been like yeah you have to come out and really say this so that's you know nobody holds mm. your head to it mm. so but uh, boys is 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 notable that after musk defense of the dogecoin the Bitcoin prices uh, went off. yeah the, the, the prices went up for by about yeah. three to five percent yeah it just, just shows that maybe me I mean, doesn't have that old. Yeah, but, but but Elon Musk's voice cannot be the pendulum, right? People yeah. cannot buy or sell because of Elon Musk. I think even if they started doing it because of him, at some point, at some point, the adoption has to has to be something that is market yeah. driven and not and not because someone says it's cool. Hmm. All right, another story: Uganda is planning to launch its first satellite in in September. You know, the last two weeks we talked about Rwanda. Yeah, we Rwanda also spoke about the space ga- game in Ghana, and now it's it's Uganda. Everybody's going to the space. Everybody's everybody's doing space in Africa, <laughs> <laughs> except our giants. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, but <laughs> is, is it is it really is it really a necessity? Thinking about these African countries saying we're launching into the space and we're going to be using it for research, but a couple of people have saying, yeah, you have not been able to solve. The fundamentals power food security and you're launching into space everybody's rushing into space for what i feel like i know one of the presidential aspirants also talked about yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. putting putting the black man on the moon like black man doesn't even have food in (laughs) it okay that's not that is not okay (laughs) (laughs) i feel like this these african countries are not the one sharing this project. Yeah, this so this is one is in is in partnership with QTech in Japan. Exactly. So those those pro, those guys just come with lofty ideas. Guys, this would do so much for you. Of course the money now, the African government need the money, so mm. they just came into it and yeah, Uganda is in space now. Yeah, wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I am to the freshest news. Just yesterday, Netflix Netflix has laid um, off 
an additional 300 people yeah so last month it was 150 a lot of people were like ah far 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 fast there was there was a part of netflix that was just started and people who newly joined netflix we are part of the 150 to people doom. that were I laid think off. To doom, right? yes to them and here we are netflix is laying off another 300 okay. people 300 people have lost their job uh, but if you really look at the loss that netflix is talking about it's just not that significant it's not that significant when you look at the proportion of people that are losing their job is it really about revenue loss or there is something else to this story i think they're just trying to so during that maybe tech boom of 20 and um, 2020 the COVID 19 that lots of people were getting on netflix and yeah. all those other platforms yeah. these platforms like recruited a lot of people thinking about that yeah you know, no trying to yeah, and, thinking you know yeah, yeah. Else, yeah. so I, I think that now that everything has even out they are beginning to look at it and say okay maybe we made some bad decisions or wrong decisions and everybody's mm. trying to cut their loss before it becomes too late and they start running in debt and and things like that plus is is a crazy time for netflix too i mean they are losing subscribers they are competitors I really, I really, really expect Amazon just launched and they are already investing in like three films in Nigeria and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Google just launched Google TV. Netflix was also part of that deal, but Netflix pulled out for some reasons. I don't mm. know. So mm. Google is um, coming together and saying all movies from all platforms are coming on Google. So it's a very tough time for them. I think they're just trying to cut their losses so that they can maybe reinvest in some other areas. And it's important. Like it's important that they do that. Um, it's just they really need to think about the, the collateral damage. Uh, uh, it's business last last now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so just 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 a brief one across the week. Um, a couple of African startups raised money. Uh, we know that Air Tracker raised 1.5 million dollars. Congratulations, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moringa raised a pre pre series A funding, it was undisclosed, and Tipa raised. 2.1 million dollars for seamless wireless transfers and afropolitan raised 2.1 million to build a digital platform right they call it a digital nation mm-hmm. so that's quite good um we'll be mentioning raises here yeah every week so yes, keep track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pastor Rami is asking for time i call it bitcoin too. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys so that's that's a that's the tech news around the world in in 10 minutes right um we we'll always give you the key news here on tech byte so remember to follow us so that you could always receive um updates as soon as we upload the next episode yeah on spotify google podcast amazon, uh, amazon apple. apple just follow us um, so that we c- you can be a part of the community and remember to share this podcast with your friends mm-hmm. now we'll be going to the interview of the day um you know every week we have exciting conversations last yeah. week we spoke with um, rachel akali of um of patricia. patricia and we had we shared our women in tech experience with her so this week we'll be picking up a, a topical conversation um this week we've seen the crypto winter continue um oh. the meltdown has been very deep <laughs> and some people are saying that the destination is still seventeen thousand dollars but yep the winter is still here with us and today we are witnessing a broad-based sell-off in digital assets and the collapse of high-profile tokens like the Terra USD and Luna have also caused more Very ripple cool effects effect, across yeah. the industry. And people are scared. Yeah. Yeah. One of the major attractions for a lot of people who became converted to crypto belief 
was that its ability to be a great edge against inflation um, that affects traditional currencies. Now that belief is jolly well shattered because crypto enthusiasts that preach that the currency is decentralized are now beginning to see that it is not immune to traditional problems or to the central bank control because we know that across the weeks that passed central banks across western countries in the US and the UK increased rates and there was significant inflation and that has affected the prices of Bit- Bitcoin because a lot of investors, traditional investors, we invested in crypto are selling off their cryptos to hedge against their traditional risk. And um, we are where we are. Now, today, crypto, which is the world largest token, is barely above $25,000. As of today, it's $20,000. Yeah, something. Yes, it, it dropped over 20% last week. And it has dropped over seventy percent in overall value, and that is significant. Now, considering this loss, a lot of investors have lost money. Um, we can hear now that the <laughs> 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 that we put down your hand. <laughs> the total GDP of crypto used to be about about three point two trillion dollars. As as we speak today, is is less than two. It's about one point eight trillion dollars and uh, the question people are asking is what do we do should we keep on holding on to these coins uh, as it gets to depreciate should we sell off and some people who are still enthusiastic are asking when is the best, best time, time to buy the big deep because we don't know how deep it's deep going to deep <laughs> <laughs> so but we have we, we have someone on the call who, who is going to have an exciting conversation with us about this crypto deep and what we should do about it his name is dave partner Dave is a software engineer and a tech tutor. You're welcome on you're welcome on board, Dave. How are you feeling today? Yeah, I'm good. Nice to join you guys. All right, great, All right, great. So, so the first the question, question we'll be asking, we'll be asking is, is um, um, let us start from the from beginning. beginning. How, how, how did how we actually get to this point? point? How did we how get did to we this get point? point? Okay. Um, there are two things, two major things that happened. I'll start with the most recent one, which is um, the collapse of Terra USD. Who remembers that? I think that was last month. Yeah, Quan, Duquan, and um, it's yeah, yeah. Yes, it turned out that um, some of the major investors, the whales, they found out that they don't have trust. They don't trust that um, the company behind Terra USD has enough assets to back up coin. So what did they do? They started pulling out. And then the moment they started pulling out, every other person started pulling out. Mm. You know? So because of that, it just created a ripple effect. Other uh, platforms that depended on it started um, shutting down. And then that was a a major hit. Mm. But then normally, the crypto market should be able to easily recover tied to the US uh, uh, government's fiscal policies. Okay. So in a way, all right. Uh, yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, no, go ahead. I can hear you. I can hear you. So in a way, what the US, the decisions, the financial decisions the US government makes directly impacts both the stock market and the crypto market. Mm. So um, the particular one that is affecting uh, the crypto market now is also affecting the stock market. That's why both of them are taking a hit. 
and um, the reason is that the U.S. government made the decision to increase interest rates. Mm. So, and its interest rates are now at the uh, twenty, and then it's riskier now to take loans and stuff. So, because of that, um, investors, both in stock and crypto, kind of started becoming careful and watchful of how they spend money. That's basically the effect of increasing interest rates. Hmm. So, that's what's really affecting both the crypto and the stock markets right now. Hmm. So, if you're looking at when would the crypto market stop dipping, like you asked earlier, how deep is the dip? Mm -hmm. uh, the truth is that nobody knows, but if you're working with the uh, interest rate theory, it will keep for till US government announces that they are now dropping interest rates. Hmm. So, well, nobody the knows whether concept. it's going to be soon or later in the year. You get what I'm saying? So, as long yeah, as I, I that announcement does not come, both yeah. the stock market and crypto market will keep dipping. The only thing is that every Every support after every week or two weeks, it will drop further. After every week or two weeks, it would like that until um, the interest rates recover. Now, yeah. uh, if somebody so, was looking so, for when to invest, but, but, but hold on, Dave, so, so, um, so that I won't lose my, I won't lose lose my I've asked, I've asked this question, but, but I'm, I'm also asking it again, right? Um, the original idea for creating. creating for people buying into blockchain and cryptocurrency is that the fact that we believe that this is going to change the game yeah. right our nature our traditional dependencies on government policies the usual government make a degree everything shakes we thought a decentralized system would protect us from that kind of that kind of incident how how come that the blockchain crypto is still is still falling as a result of a declaration by the U.S. government? Yeah, there are two answers to it. Uh, one is that um, when a new technology comes, it doesn't take effect immediately. Imagine the first 20 years they invented the electricity. It was totally useless. In fact, there's a joke. I don't know how true that is, but um, it's told as a true story that the first time they were testing electricity with the, the leg of a toad, you know, they were testing it and all the electricity was doing was to jack the leg of a toad. And then the woman was carrying a newborn baby. He peeped into the gathering of scientists trying to make the leg of a toad to jack. And then she asked the scientists, of what use is the leg of a toad to the uh, whole world? And then one of the scientists turned and asked her, of what use is a newborn baby to the whole world? The answer is both of them are not useful. But after some time, it reaches a stage of maturity which I think crypto will achieve uh, probably in the next um, uh, within 20, next 10 years or more who knows but eventually crypto will get to that stage of maturity where it will achieve its main goal but for now to a very large extent uh, the governments are even making policies and laws to make sure that it's more centralized than ever before but eventually crypto will get to that point where they can no longer control it yeah Influential figures like Bill Gates have said that the cryptocurrency is built on, on um, I don't know if you've heard about this before, on the greater food theory. I mean, it's a theory that, 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 that means that 
you buy something at a price, hoping that the price will increase and someone else will buy it at a higher cost than you. So you make a profit of the differential from the point where you bought to the point where the person is buying. So there is no actual exchange value. People are just buying crypto as a form of wealth storage, hoping to sell to somebody at a higher price tomorrow. And you get fused, it is useless to us in the end. If we all owe crypto and there is really no system of value exchange, or with other coins, what's the essence? Do you really agree with it? So I would say about that with respect to with respect to Bill Gates, uh, number one is Bill Gates is a multi-billionaire. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. he has crypto investment today, there's no way on earth we're going to know. He gets. I don't. Th- I don't think he has though. But uh, many of them have done that and eventually turned out to figure out that they can make a lot of money from crypto. Two years ago, Elon Musk was um was boasting that he doesn't have any crypto investment. He doesn't need it. He doesn't this that that. You know, then within the, the full, before the following year, he was pumping dodge, you know, like a volcanizer. He was pumping dodge everywhere. <laughs> so don't be surprised. Don't be surprised that next year, this big case that is um, um, painting crypto as the greater full theory will be the one pumping one coin or the other, mm. you know. So, but on the other hand, if you've looked at the patents, I've looked, I've looked at all the uh, US patents, a number of them, Turns out that Microsoft has a lot of crypto patents. Mm. You know, they even have patents, like very interesting patents, like um, using crypto to monitor human body activities, you know, and reward certain activities and stuff. They have a lot of crypto patents. So uh, don't be um, don't be misled by what Bill Gates is saying. Whenever they are ready, they're going to come in full, in full force, you know, and then, now there is a massive crunch. The next time crypto will moon, it's going to moon like crazy. There's no how this coin is not touching $100,000. Because all these companies that felt they missed the, the other moon, you know, they will call, all of them will come in at once. Mm. 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 So um, I don't really subscribe to what he's saying. To a very large extent, he's correct. The thing with crypto is that everybody is partly correct. Mm. So if you say crypto is um, tied to that theory, uh, that's, uh, that's the same thing with stock markets. Isn't it the same thing? Mm. The so only difference so to is- an extent, uh, it's correct in the fact that a lot of people are buying with the wrong intention. They buy to hold so that they can resell. But we can't 100% also trust what so, they say. Uh, yeah, the only big difference between uh, crypto and the stock market is just volatility. The crypto market is because it's newer it's a bit more volatile but uh on the on the uh general in general they are the same thing Mm. Mm. okay so now um some other people have said that the bitcoin value is represented by what it ought to replace a fiat currency um, that the value of Bitcoin is often translated to US dollars. So people will tell you that today Bitcoin is 20,000 US dollars. Tomorrow they will say it is 19,000 or 17,000. Um, so whatever happens to the value of the US dollar affects the Bitcoin. If today my 17,000 could buy me a Toyota Corolla and tomorrow it has become $23,000, it means that if I was holding a Bitcoin, at 17,000 and the Bitcoin has, is still at 19 and now the Corolla is 23,000. 
um, it means that my Bitcoin has depreciated technically. Um, do you see this as a challenge or is this or is this just still a phase? Somehow Bitcoin is going to stand as a standalone value in the future. Yes, um, it's um, we know we're at a crossover point where we are crossing over from fiat to crypto. More and more people are owning crypto. More and more regulations are coming. We can see what's happening on the chart. We can see that I think, I can't remember the numbers this year, but last year I think about 10% of the people who can invest in crypto have invested. That's just like 10%. You know, one day it's going to get to 20 to 50. I believe that the real change will start happening when it's getting to 80. You understand? It's just like when a central bank prints money and 10% um, of the people that can use that money have it. Only 10%. Imagine that they printed this money in Nigeria, you know, only 10% of the people that can use it have it. What do you think the people are, the other people are trading with? They are do, probably doing trade by better, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, it will look like the money is not useful, but as more as the money spreads more and more into more hands, it will mm -hmm. get to a point that trade by better will be, will be very, uh, will sound stupid. Wow. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So crypto will get to that point where most people have acquired enough crypto and now using normal fiat currency will seem too risky and actually uh stupid yeah yeah but that will happen in a decade or so or less who knows most oh, likely that, in a decade. that was a question i wanted to ask you actually Dave, <laughs> to say when are we going to get to this level of adoption but you seem to have answered it but is there any data or anything that that is that is leading that projection to say let's say in the next one decade um crypto adoption will have gotten to that point where it becomes the value in itself is there any anything anything helping us to reach that projection hi dave it seems we lost you for a few minutes yes sorry, yes, sorry, sorry. So, um, can you recap okay so i mean you have answered the question but I, I just wanted to i just wanted to be sure that we we are not we are not working by vibes initially <laughs> you said that we are looking at we are looking at in the next decade, uh, maybe at that point, crypto will have crypto's adoption will be so widespread that it will be able to serve as a sufficient value on its own. I'm saying, is there any data, any data-driven projection to back this, or are we just hoping that at some point, uh, crypto will, will be self-sufficient? Without the fear. Yeah, um, I, I quoted data. It's just that I can't put the source offhand. Um, I think that data that says that at least 10% of people that can invest in crypto, not 10% of people in the world, but people that can invest in crypto. He said only 10% have invested. So uh, plus or minus, I would say 10 to 15% or whatever. But uh, the point is that once that number is getting to 60%, 80%, a lot of things on earth will change a whole lot of things you know mm. so um and i think based on the fact that smartphones came only in 20, 2008 you understand yeah all this math decade so uh, uh crypto came around the same uh, the same year you know look where we are now so um looking at uh, projecting into the future a whole lot of things will change before 2030 with respect to crypto mm. but when it comes to investment you know um, when you're investing in crypto you invest money you can uh, afford to lose mm -hmm. 
you know so it's not um it's not for people putting their school fees into crypto and stuff <laughs> uh, you know <laughs> then then if you're really serious crypto buying crypto is like buying land when you buy land you your mind is out of the speculation how much is the land worth today tomorrow you know when you buy land you chill when you want to sell it probably in five ten years time or in two years time or end of price is so but if you buy crypto and every day you're going to check what the price is you're really not an investor you're a gambler like mm. if you're really worried right now that crypto market uh, has fallen you're actually a gambler yeah you know really what i'm saying yeah so yeah. if you invested money you could afford to lose you wouldn't be much worried because you know that definitely within a year or two the crypto market is going to be back and it's going to be back full time dami can you hear that ah because <laughs> dami and a couple of people have lost a lot of money and they're worried so you are telling them that if you're worried you are a gambler you good, should good, you should right. be able to invest for five years at least is that what you're saying yeah, I was just saying that when uh, one mistake that people make is to invest invest in the crypto uh, instead of going with the mentality of investing in the company backing it. Mm. So looking at just the crypto, you a lot of things can mislead you. You know, it could be going up today and going down tomorrow. But really, what you are doing if you are investing in crypto, you should look at yourself as a startup investor, which means you try and get to the the startup behind that crypto. Mm. And then as a startup investor, what you're looking at is different. All the metrics you're checking out is different. For instance, you want to check out the staff of the company. Uh, do they have a shady background? Have they scammed people in crypto before? Have they been on the news? You know, look at the CEO. What's his pedigree? Is he backed by, um, has he run other successful startups before? You know, um, then you check whether they have uh, advisors, investors that are um, you know, some investors will invest in the actual startup, not the, the crypto itself. Mm. So you want to check that out, see whether they have uh, Fortune 500 investors or advisors. Because uh, if a startup has a Fortune 500 name uh, on their list, it means that um, they have integrity. Because such a person wouldn't want to stain their name, you know. And then um, you also countries like China you know so when when all these things check out and you invest you will invest and get and relax because you know that it will eventually no matter what it's actually what it will eventually go up because the company behind it will make it work mm. good great great thanks for that thought so the last but one question what do you think is the future for, for a lot of crypto holders are uh they are not very sure should we continue to believe in this thing or should we just take our money and buy something that we can see like land houses and that? what do you think uh, no not really if if you invested at the time bitcoin was in the 40s 50 thousands us dollars you know and now it's in 20s it's too risky for you to take out your money why would you take out mm. you understand actually the truth is that you don't lose money in crypto until you try to sell so as long as your money is still there, you still have some coin, you are still okay until you try to take it out. That's when you actually lose money. Mm. So um, unless you have uh, some sort of emergency uh, need for funds that you can't resist, you know, uh, then you can take it out. Otherwise, just leave, Otherwise, just leave it, it there. there. It comes up. The only thing that comes after a, uh, a beer run is a bull run. Mm. After the market has gone down, the only other thing that can happen is that it will come up. 
So uh, it's cool. Then the tip I give out here is that people should watch out and listen for the news when U.S. government read. I do. Can you hear me? Yes. Uh, the last point I was trying to make was that yeah. Um, for me personally, my own personal prediction is that uh, people should just watch out for when that news breaks out that the U.S. government is reducing interest rates. Mm. Uh, for me, um, that's the that's the sure news that will bring up the market. Mm. So once, personally, once I hear that, then I'm investing more. That's when I know that we have hit the bottom of the dip. But anything before then, to me, is just a, a shot in the dark. Mm. So for now, just just don't sell. As long as you haven't sell, you've not lost anything. Alright, Dave. Dave, can you hear? Yes. Should people buy the dip now, or should they just hold on? Or what do you think? Uh, for me personally, I can't advise people because um, uh, it's a financial issue. So uh, people should co- consult their financial experts. But for me personally, I'm going to hold on until I see the one, um, one, what do you call it, notification I'm expecting, which is that uh, interest rates have dropped. So once, uh, once I see that it has been dropped, that's when I go all in. So any other thing before then, there's something called dollar cost average. Every month, you invest a certain amount in crypto every month. So the idea is that once you have done it over four, it doesn't matter what the market looks like, it will always benefit you. So if somebody really wants to buy the dip now, it's okay. You buy it just knowing that next month you buy more, next month you buy more, whatever price it is. In over some time, the average will always make sense for you. Hmm. 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 That's a lot of financial advice there. Thanks indeed for, for joining us despite uh, the bad weather and the network. I mean, it's been exciting having this conversation with you. Um, we hope when we when we come calling next time, you'll be willing to give us some of your expert advice and your time. All right, so guys, so we've had a conversation with Dave Partner. He's, um, he's a software developer and a teacher in tech space. Um, and it has been an exciting session, Dami. Yeah, it does. He, it does. he has really shared <laughs> a lot of confident um, knowledge. And, and, and the insights has been consistent, even with other people that we've spoken mm-hmm. with. Yeah. Um, it has always been that. Make your own research. Make your own research. Yeah, be very patient. Don't, don't, don't gamble. Don't already. Yes, don't sell. And uh, as to questions about buying a deal, consult your own experts or make your own research but thank you guys for joining us on this podcast for today it has been us myself and dami with you on tech bites with tech next and we've shared exciting stories and we've also had a conversation about the tech space i hope that you've learned a thing or two if indeed that is your experience i would advise that you share 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 with your friends across social media um, on whatsapp let people learn what you've learned um from us here we'll say bye for now see you next week we are at tech next on all social media platforms. follow us on instagram facebook twitter linkedin and tiktok um YouTube. <laughs> yeah, subscribe. my personal handle is at aphorisms across all social media yeah mine is at down zero seven great so we we'll see you same time next week before then be well ciao Thank <laughs> you.